for running Rebel Basketball is ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM, KWWN Las Vegas. This is the remix. Um, as you all heard last night, uh, we decided to go with a uh, Plan B protocol that uh, Governor Sisolak put out there, which is vaccinated people only into the stadium for Raider games this season. What that does is uh, makes it that we know that we will have full capacity and no masks for the uh, entire season. Um, I said last night it was an easy decision over the two choices. And why I said that is we've had four events here that were mask only, that you had to wear a mask, mask mandated, and it's just impossible to police and it's impossible to have uh, to just make it happen. There's just so many reasons. As people forget to put it back on after drinking uh, something or eating something or all those other things. So it's not just people not wanting to do it, but sometimes forgetting to do it. Things got testy. Well, you know, players know players. Uh, P-L-A-Y-E-R-S, I call them players. They know players. You know, some of the guys I meet are players. P-L-A-Y-A-H-S. You know, when you got a real player that um, puts forth as much effort and, and just, I mean, relentless effort that Jacobs does, he knows who works. He knows who's got talent. He knows who's tough because he's, he's a top of the line in all those categories. Whacking that thing around. As of right now, there's no plans to do that. But you know what? If you ask me that question again in a week or two, I may give you a different answer. That'll uh, depend on our discussions with uh, the governor's office and further guidance from the CDC and other health organizations. So I think it's a fluid situation. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Did John Gruden misspell? Yes. 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 He he misspelled play us. <laughs> Not players, but play us. He did misspell that. He brought the S in too early. Well, no, he, he put an H in there. Yeah. There's no H. It's just P-L-A, P-L-A-Y-A. Playa. Playa. Yeah. Just being a little sarcastic and having a little fun here. They put an H in there. We do need more like John Gruden spelling lessons. Yes. I want him whatever word he's <laughs> fixated on to just start spelling it so out our, in every our press next conference. Spelling bee. Yes. Tyler be John yes. And John, <laughs> and John Gruden. And somehow look, you don't. And somehow you think my college football draft is unfair. <laughs> Listen, there's two things about your college football draft. First off, completely unfair, completely absurd. But second off. Usually, the dumb things we do around here are listenable radio. Yes. Entertaining radio. Not a single second of that was entertaining. Yeah, it was bad. It was awful. And and then he... I love Jared. Then he gets mad because we're not talking. I'm like, I'm looking up these teams. What yes. am I supposed to be saying right yes. now? Like, I'm trying to figure out because which... We, he's like, we don't need any like lulls to talk. I'm like, I can't find any teams that I can pick. <laughs> I'm going to give a breakdown of why I picked South Carolina. Yeah. Vanderbilt is yes. just sitting there, Is guys. Vanderbilt still alive? Yeah, barely. <laughs> Somebody took UNLV over him. Oh, that is true. All right. So, John Mara, you're going to get one point. He's got all the teams that are going to be. He's got, like, three teams to play UNLV and UNLV. He's guaranteed, like, three points. So, John Mara, who is on the NFL competition committee, Yesterday was talking about the taunting penalties. So in the NFL, one of their offseason emphasis is for the referees was to start calling more taunting penalties. We saw in the, uh, what was it? The Colts game, their first preseason game. 
running back ran over a guy and then turned around and flexed. They threw a flag for him flexing after running over him. So John Mara said, we get kind of sick and tired of the talking that goes on from time to time on the field. We tried to balance the sportsmanship with allowing the players to have fun. And there's always a fine line, but none of us like to see that. Who is we? Who is who is the we when that gets sick and tired? The, when he is at the country club and he is sitting next to his other millionaire friends, they're like, well, that's not how I would like that to be done. Who is this we? I don't even believe it's the country club people. I don't even believe they're the ones that complain about it. Like, it's absurd to me that the NFL competition committee would sit down and say, you know what we need to change about this game? We need to stop having players flexing after they make a great play. We need to stop having them look at their opponent after they make a great play. Did you see the play that that running back made? Yeah. Like, moved like five people. Is it just owners? It's the NFL competition I mean, John Mara is a part owner or whatever. He's the president or something up there of the Giants. But, like, I cannot comprehend who this, like, we is. Like, nobody is asking for this. Nobody is asking for there to be less celebrations. Well, and he says football. that goes on from time to time. So you're that angry at something that maybe happens like once a week right. in some weird game. I mean, it doesn't happen in every game. You don't have taunting in every game. You have, you have guys who talk to each other, but I don't think flags are thrown in every game across the league for yeah. taunting every Sunday. So what is this time to time? You're that mad at stuff like that. We should have more taunting. I'm mad. There's not more taunting. I want like we make fun of defensive backs that, you know, wave their arms incomplete after a pass sails 12 yards over the receiver. I want more right. of that. I want every play they, somebody to be trash talking with their arms. If Cam Newton gets a first down for the Patriots and sticks the ball out and does like a hand thing, is he about to get flagged? Like if he does it right in the I face guess, of a defender, I guess if yes. he does it in someone's it's, face, he will. This is all about like do, showing yeah. up your opponent. So like if he if you just stand up and point first down, you yeah. should be fine. Yeah, should be right. But like if you stand over and point a guy, at him, yeah, if you stand over a guy, had the opportunity to stop you. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> what they're gonna call. That's and here's what's more than likely gonna happen: we're gonna see some more preseason flags on stuff that everybody thinks is ridiculous, and then like the first three weeks of the season, we'll see a few flags and be like, "Wow, they're really calling that." When we get to about week seven or eight of the season, they'll have stopped. Call. It'll be back to how it was I, in previous years. I don't think Jonathan Abram, when he was waving his hands as Kelsey ran by him, was taunting him. <laughs> I think he was waving his hands to say, is anyone back there? As Travis Kelsey ran it's right down the field. It's a punt. Yes, it's exactly. A punt. The Raiders might have a chance now because if, like, Lamar Jackson runs through oh, them yeah, in and week one. Oh. Taunts him. But oh. then taunts before he gets to the end zone. They might take the touchdown hey. off the board. Lamar Jackson isn't starting. He's got COVID. I was going to say, or he's like taunting people saying, I didn't get vaccinated, and I just scored my fourth touchdown of the game. Is he even allowed in the stadium? <laughs> he's Not this stadium. You yeah. see Lamar Jackson right now, like the the Ravens saying, hey, man, download that clear app because <laughs> we've, we've got to figure out how to get you in the stadium. <laughs> this is just the – this is the way – when when Gus Bradley went in the lab, yes, and they were trying to figure out how, how to, to stop, stop Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson, he was like, "I don't have the players to do that. What he, else can he, we do?" He called oh. the owner and said, "Mark, if we have any chance of winning this game, you've got to come out with something about no one coming into the stadium unless they're vaccinated." At first, they were like, "Remember that game he had to poop and he yes. missed a couple of plays." So they were like, oh, "Maybe we can, you know, serve him some Taco laxatives. Bell. Yeah, some laxatives, some Taco Bell. Chipotle. That might work." But then they were like, "You know what's even better? Because 
he has to poop, he's only going to miss a couple of series. It's even better. Don't let him in the stadium at all. Oh, he's not vaccinated. Everybody's got to be vaccinated. Be great. Now, it is funny that some of the players are not going to be vaccinated playing in front of a stadium that never yeah, has to be vaccinated. It's a little bit funny, but Lamar Jackson is one of them. John Gruden, you say, I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this. I totally agree with this. And like, there's, you'd like the follow up questions, like, but do you totally agree with your player? It wasn't going to be a follow up, but they're all behind this. And yet, although the Raiders, I think the Raiders are over 80%. They're pretty good, actually. They're, they're pretty good. I, I have no idea what Baltimore is. They have is. not no set an actual percentage. I think they're over 80. I know uh, John Gruden said before training camp that they only had four or five guys okay, that had so not. So they're, they're, they're over 90%. Way over 80. They're over 90%. Know, I, yeah, I we assume they're over 90%. We can identify one of them. Yeah, I assume they're over 90%. <laughs> we know they're not 100 because of Jalen Richard and because the Falcons were the first team to come out and say, hey, we're 100% vaccinated. But they're, it, it's probably just a few guys on the team. Is it is it bad in my mind? You cut Jalen Richard. Like I'm, I'm uh, sorry. Like I just don't want that that guy in my locker room. Those two dudes who played the other day. Maybe they maybe better think about it. Like you got you're talking you're really about the third Drake, string or, or three you, third string running back. Yeah, you're you're paying Drake. You've got Josh Jacobs. Yes, he is not in the safest of well jobs. Given and we the depth said chart. we said right from the beginning. I don't even know if it has to be 50-50 right now. Maybe it has to be 55-45 Richard, but he's not vaccinated, and Regis and these guys are. Like, well, yeah. I mean, as long as you can pick up the blitz, we'll take the guy who's vaccinated. I was like, Jalen Richard is one of the few players that has survived the entire John Gruden era. He was True. here. Before. It's him, Derek Carr, and, like, one other player has been with the team. Because what Rodney Hudson was one, and... Um, Gabe Jackson was Gabe one. Gabe Jackson was one, but they're both gone now. But that's it. Like, the number of players that were on the team before Gruden got here that are still here... Is it the long snapper that we can't get on the radio? <laughs> no, he's new. Okay. He's new. Oh, I, I have a new contact that I'm going to try. <laughs> to uh, get him? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna bob and weave and try to see. You'll be on the email that doesn't ever get responded to. I do have a question for you. Do you think we see Marcus Mariota or Derek Carr play this weekend based on <sighs> Case Cook is getting waived? Ooh. Cook. Uh, maybe Mariota. We'll see Carr... For a series, my belief is a series, maybe two series, against San Francisco because they have the two weeks in between, and that's kind of the dress rehearsal. But you got to be really careful there. I think maybe Mariota this week. He's practicing all week. I would assume so. I assume we'd see him some. Either that or you're getting an entire game of Nathan Peterman again. Oh, which... it's going to be great. <laughs> this Peterman kid has never played his, this much. Like, I'm playing again. Mom, I'm playing again. <laughs> his, his mom responds, that's great, Nate. <laughs> We actually have plans. Hey, Ma. Are, I think you get Mariota. I, I got to be honest. With you. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if I'd ever play Carr until this season. No, I really I don't wouldn't. Think, I don't, I, maybe you give him one you, series, but yeah. He's going to get – he'll get time against the Rams this week with the red jersey on, so no one's going to touch him. I don't know why you would play him at all. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Are you aware of Case Kiefer's obsession with Dominic Eberly? No, I'm not. So we had Case Kiefer on the show on yep. Monday. And he was like obsessed with the Dominic Everly, the backup kicker who mm -hmm. got to kick because Daniel Carlson yeah. was on the COVID list. Um, did you see him tweet out that Dominic Everly was Everlectric? <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> creative, it's creative. Dominic Everly got waved early. Yes, well, because Carlson came back like yes. yesterday. So yeah, that's <laughs> hey, hey, of the hey, media hey, out there. That's your insert. <laughs> if the the media out there. I'm trying to think. I don't know everyone's background, but it's 
a huge, huge favorite at the books that Case was by far the best football player. He was very good in high school. Really? No, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. He was very good in high school. Okay. He was an offensive lineman. I've heard stories that he was, like, really, really good. I mean, you're picking from the media out there, yeah, so it's not like okay. you got you – know, you don't have eight guys out there. I mean, Jared played – Wait but, a minute, wait a minute. He obsessed over a kicker when he played offensive line? I guess so. He couldn't latch on to an offensive line? I didn't th- – yeah, I thought he was, like, going to go leather. got to stay loyal to the position. He did, though. I do. Th- I will say this about Case. Maybe because the offensive line works out right in front of where we stand, he's always interested in the linemen. He, he'll check them out first. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that makes sense. But I will say, Darrell Green Beckham once dragged me 15 years. <laughs> Is that the claim to fame? All right, coming up I next. I was on his college highlights tape. <laughs> coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. But first, we have two tickets to give away to go see Jackie the Joke Man Martling Saturday. August 21st at 9 p.m. The best comedy in town is downtown at the Comedy Works at the Plaza. 702-364-1100 is the phone number to go see Jackie the Joke Man Martling this Saturday at the Plaza. 702-364-1100. We will take caller number three. Guys, guys, did you know that I actually have a civil case against that that stole my husband? Don't sue a stripper. Why not? She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. 702-820-1234 is the phone number and samandashlaw.com. How are you guys today? What's up, guys? Well, it's just Ash. Oh. And I'm, 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 we lucked out. We oh. got the we got the good one. How, okay. <laughs> we won't tell Sam that. Is but, Sam on uh, a is Sam on a tour just taking pictures of yes. other lawyers' billboards? Is Sam on the freeway getting mad at uh, billboards <laughs> from other people? I can't disclose where Sam is or is not, but that's a fair guess. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm doing fine, although I am uh, 65 hours into a fast. So the fact that Jesus I'm here in this Christ. chipper is uh, impressive. 65 hours. 65 hours, like water only. Wa- I get water, coffee, cinnamon, and salt. Those okay. are the only things I can have. The obvious question, knowing you, why? You know, I, a good friend of mine said he, he wanted to do it, and he needed a friend to solidarity, and I, I said I would. And he knew I had done some diet with some girl in the office. Like, I, I'm just kind of like a, a guinea pig that's willing to be a partner in all of these adventures. So I agreed. I said I'm in it. I'll do it. I don't, like, whatever. And it's it's actually surprisingly, today was the worst morning when I woke up. Felt like a freight train hit me, but... I think it's just because the sleep hasn't been good. Not necessarily the hunger. Okay, so I once lost 70 pounds over the course of like two months because I had to take a ballet class and I was (laughs) 280 pounds. And so, but all I did was drink protein shakes and like liquid like i just went all liquid you're drinking water and salt oh this yeah and this isn't like a diet i'm not trying to lose weight on this it supposedly has health benefits i've been told so how long how long do you do this your liver does how long do you do this uh so the goal right now is uh seven days until sunday afternoon yeah no i know all right what are you going to eat on sunday afternoon when it's done 
Well, so I I just got a meat smoker delivered. <laughs> you clicked on Amazon. Good for so, you. I know, I know. And I so I've been watching the master class on smoking like <laughs> brisket and all of that and it's true torture, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. All right, we got to we we have to talk about like Kansas City barbecue off the air. Anyway. Okay, we will. So but I'm first, going Texas style. So uh. first question, will you be suing your friend? <laughs> <laughs> who has talked you into doing this nonsense? I could, I could, but I wouldn't get very far because he's told me at any point I can jump ship if I want. All right. I do want to ask you about Allegiant Stadium and the Raiders. Uh, Steve Sisolak basically gave large venues two options. You can have a full attendance, but everybody's got to wear masks or no masks, but everybody has to be vaccinated. The Raiders have gone with the full vaccination route and they've come out and said, uh, you know, season ticket holders, if you are not planning to get vaccinated, you can get a refund here. Now, the interesting part is this is now back to back years that fans haven't been able to go. And on top of the season ticket price, if you got season tickets, you're also paying the PSL ahead of time. So you still have paid money that you can't get refunded yet. So I'm curious, like, is there any action fans could take against the Raiders or is it simply, hey, You've got options. It's a private business. There's nothing you can do about it now. Well, so we've seen that the Saints are doing a vaccination or COVID test policy, and they're not allowing refunds, which I think is a, a better policy than what the Raiders are doing. The Raiders are dancing on a very fine line because there are people that have just had COVID and, you know, they survived and got through it. And their doctors and medical professionals and CDC is saying, don't get vaccinated. You can't get vaccinated within this window. And so that's technically a medical condition, possible disability that prohibits them from getting a vaccine and therefore entering this stadium. So this vaccine or bust policy, I could see being challenged by a host of people with uh, like ADA compliance, you know, they've got uh, contraindications prohibiting them from getting the vaccine. Um, they, they have the people that have just survived COVID and have all the antibodies and are delayed in getting the vaccine. Also, everything I've read says this is purely an incentive based thing to get people vaccinated. That's not science because you know, COVID, if you have a known exposure to COVID, it incubates for almost like, I think five days is what the CDC says. So if someone with a known exposure shows up to Allegiant Stadium, gets that shot and slaps a mask on, that's not going to help anyone if they actually have the, the COVID uh, virus. That's not going to help. So this is really a policy designed at pressuring people into the vaccine. Um, and I think they could find themselves on legal, legal, unstable legal ground. That's fascinating because we just assumed earlier in the show, uh, private entity in terms of their team, they can do what they want. Uh, the other thing that's interesting to us is your team, and I don't know if you could sue on this because it's their team, and as Tyler said earlier in the show, players have a union, but it is interesting. They're saying everyone has to be, uh, actually Jared said that, I'm, getting, I'm giving the wrong person credit, but everyone has to be vaccinated, but our players don't all have to be vaccinated, and that came out on Twitter last night, like how can you say that? How can guys on the field, you're not near them, but they're in the same facility, be non-vaccinated, some of them, but you must be vaccinated. Absolutely. I think I retweeted someone that made a joke that uh, Lamar Jackson won't be able to show up to Allegiant Stadium because he's unvaccinated. So it's a great strategy. Um, but in all seriousness, this is another this is another indication that this isn't a health safety policy. It's actually just some like 
there's some public policy that they're and an agenda they're pushing that the science doesn't line up. You can't have people in there on the field who have haven't been vaccinated and then force everyone in the stadium to be vaccinated. It's just it's tough. It seems reactionary to the two events that Allegiant Stadium lost due to the mask mandate and the ineffective um, enforcement of it indoors. I think that's part of it. Um, so I, I'm not a fan of this policy. I like what the Saints did. You either get vaccinated or you show up with a, a negative test result. That's, that's kosher to me. That gives everyone a way out. I do want to ask you about the fan that ran on the field at the Giants and Mets game. Love this guy. Uh, Ed, what jersey was he wearing? Oh, well, he obviously he's completely a complete nut job, and I love the fact he had a Padres jersey on. It sort of defines this <laughs> lunatic uh, because he had a Padres jersey on. What a shock. So what I found fascinating about this is there wasn't really a chase for the guy. Like, he ran just sort of by, like, three security guards, like, twice, and they didn't really, like, track him down. It was, like, the slowest chase you've ever seen. Why? Like, why was security oh. so, like, afraid to chase oh, this guy? Oh, well, you know, he, I think they were entertained. It's just personally. They're like, <laughs> what's this guy going to do? Um, but, no, I, you know, these security guards, their their job is to ensure safety. And this guy, no one appeared to be threatened. He wasn't a streaker. There was no, like, immediate need to tackle him. And also we're in a, we're in a, a time right now where excessive force by – police officers, bodyguards, security personnel, it's always challenged and questioned. And so I don't blame them. I think this is the, the right approach, you know, assess the situation. Um, he's going to get his arrest and fine and potential lifetime ban from that stadium. And, um, and that's what's coming to him. Ultimately, if the fans are safe and the players are safe, um, this is the right approach. They're going to run out of energy. Well, is that almost a better policy like if someone runs on the field you have everyone just sort of stop and just stare at them instead of you know going to go tackle them which might make people be like oh, did you see me get tackled on the chair? <laughs> yeah absolutely i it's think it's like, the right approach well you have to you tackle know, them eventually otherwise no, they'll no, just stay right, out there forever well, okay, no but if they just keep running around and all the players are just staring at you and it's sort of like oh well they just need to watch think a little more pbr and see how you yeah. wrangle a cow into a corner well and the other thing we're i don't look i don't know what security guards make and no, we were talking about people at allegiant um trying to police masks I don't know, maybe security guards, but I don't know how much they really sign up for in this, right? Like you said, like, do you really sign up for? You want to take the guy on one-on-one -on -one and tackle him? Now, some security guards kind of have that, you know, mojo about them. They, they want to do that. But do they put themselves in legal harm way if the guy gets really hurt or is it, it, the liability all on him? I don't know if I'm really putting myself out there where you know eventually you're going to get him anyway some way. Yeah, and I don't know what kind of training they've had, you know. So it's look, it's all it's a balancing act. It's a it's a tough balancing act that our our trained professionals that you know in the police department and sheriff's offices and like NHP that they have to constantly weigh like what is the reasonable amount of force and and someone that's a security personnel at a baseball stadium they have to do that with probably significantly less training and so it's hard and um luckily this all worked out and it was kind of entertaining and uh, he got his 15 seconds of fame but my question to all of you have any of you guys run on a field like this like that like no, that no no, no. no. okay like well, then what have you done i so I at, mean, a, at a minor league baseball game there was a like i was sitting on the first row down the third baseline and the little the ball boy or whatever he was Every time he'd get a ball, there was a foul ball hit to him. He wouldn't give it to any of the fans. He'd throw it back to the...
knocked out. So they hit one down sort of at me, and I quickly jumped on the field and grabbed it before the ball boy could and jumped back into my seat. I respect that. Ed? <laughs> I'm just thinking about that fast at this point um, in terms of if I'm going to do that. No, I have You're not. You're still stuck. No, I've not, uh, I've, not, I've not run on fields. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I don't know if I ever. I don't think I have. I, I mean, I would did, remember like, it, I hope. When I was at Ole Miss, they would leave the football field, like, unlocked during the week. You could just walk on the football yeah, field, no. but that wasn't during a game or anything. Wait, so, Sam, have you done have this? Have you done this? Ash. No, 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 no. I have not. Okay. I um, mean, you dove with sharks, so. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, it was shark, singular. I don't know if I, if I was outnumbered, <laughs> I don't know if I. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I have no interest, really. How, how many hours are you into this fast? 65 i don't know i'm losing track i just know i have to get till sunday so if you guys don't hear from me next week i i lost wow (laughs) so around thursday she might be out on the field at like an aviators (laughs) game just running i i might that's actually a beautiful beautiful stadium a ballpark i you know i i would consider it but i'll do a first pitch if anyone wants to offer me a first (laughs) first pitch i'm glad i will i welcome that opportunity yeah wait about a week to where she's actually got some food under so she can yes exactly so she doesn't pass out and have to drag her off the mound (laughs) which catcher am i throwing into She's Ash. It's SamAndAshLaw.com. 702-820-1234 is the number. Ash, we appreciate it. Have a burger, kid. (laughs) I will. On Sunday. Bye, guys. 65 hours. I don't know if I went for a whole week with just that. If I'd... The first thing I'd introduce is a huge brisket. I might start with a piece of fruit because your system's a little used to just the... What is she? Water, salt, and... What is it? Cinnamon. And And cinnamon. And coffee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't... Does coffee include my frappuccinos? No. I don't think they do. I don't think that think includes this, my frappuccinos. I think this is like black coffee. Yeah, I just, an entire. Week. I'm just glad that she didn't ask. Have you ever like like she asked you two? She didn't ask me. Yeah. Well, well, we assume. Well, Jared. we assume yeah. that there was something wrong there. <laughs> like, uh, uh, well, technically, I can't bring it up because the statue of limitations, and I didn't get caught. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Call Sam at Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Bischoff's Briefs. I'm asking you if you know the difference between right and wrong. I discovered at a very early age that if I talk long enough, I could make anything right or wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. So either I'm God or truth is relative. Bischoff's Briefs. And in either case, booyah. Bischoff's Briefs. Coming up shortly, tickets to go see Guns N' Roses at Allegiant Stadium. Stay tuned through Bischoff's Briefs. ESPN had a story where they had a bunch of their writers come up with what changes they would make to Major League Baseball if they were the commissioner. One of those was eliminating streaming blackouts. So if you pay for MLB.tv, you can watch out-of-market games, but you cannot watch whoever is deemed to be your local team. Here in Vegas, we're in the television market for six teams. Diamondbacks, Padres, Angels, Dodgers, Giants, and the A's. So if you pay for MLB.tv, MLB streaming service, you cannot watch those six teams on MLB.tv, but you can watch them on television. Like I have DirecTV. I can watch all six of those teams play 
on my television. Yeah. I just can't watch them on MLB.tv. A lot of people complain about this because the way they look at it is, hey, I'm paying for MLB.tv. This is a product that gives me every major league game. I should be able to watch every major league game. But instead, they're blacked out in whoever or whatever team is in their local market. It's $130 for the whole season. So it's a good deal. But here's the problem with the idea of ending these streaming blackouts. Major League Baseball teams make a ton of money off of local television deals. Fangraphs had a story that estimated that Major League Baseball teams make $2.1 billion off of local television deals. The Dodgers make the most, by the way, over $200 million. Marlins make the least at $20 million. The average is about $70 million. So the way this works, basically, is TV networks, like here in Vegas, it's AT&T Sportsnet, they do the Golden Knights, these regional sports networks, they pay the teams to broadcast their games. And then the way those channels make money and the way like DirecTV or Cox Cable make money is by having you and me and everybody else subscribe. We, we get DirecTV and we subscribe to the, the package. package level right. that gives you those games. That's how they make money here is you and I have to buy DirecTV mm-hmm. or Cox Cable here. If Major League Baseball took away the local blackouts, then there would be no reason for you and I to, in order to watch baseball, to buy DirecTV or to buy Cox Cable. We would just buy MLB.TV. Watch it there. And if that happened, then that $2.1 billion that they that Major League Baseball teams get paid from their regional sports networks would go away. Like one of the biggest points that people make about blackouts is that they think it's because they want you to go to the game. They're like, why are you blacking me out in Las Vegas from watching the A's or the Giants play? I'm not driving to the Bay Area to watch play. It has nothing to do with selling out the game. It has absolutely nothing to do with increasing attendance. It is only about the television money that they get from these regional sports networks. So if you are going to end these blackouts on MLB.tv, which, by the way, I would love if they did that. I wouldn't. I I, I buy MLB.tv. It'd be much easier if I could watch them all on there. But if you're going to do that, you have to find a way to make $2.1 billion. And right now, Major League Baseball has 3.5 million subscribers for MLB.tv. To make $2.1 billion, they would have to get $600 each from all 3.5 million of those people. And again, right now, you can pay $130 for an entire season. I highly doubt they're getting $3.5 million to pay $600 for the entire season. So... That's the problem right now. If you're trying to get rid of these streaming blackouts is they're getting so much money from these local TV deals that you have to cater to them. If you're major league baseball, I wouldn't be surprised to take this outside of baseball. If in the future, like we're, we're into this uh, era of cord cutting, right? A lot of people are like, I'm not paying for cable, not paying for direct TV. I, you know, whatever I have Netflix and I can figure out how to stream other stuff legally or, or illegally. I'm not going to be surprised if we get to a point in the future where cord cutting is way more expensive than having cable or direct TV is because just now for, if you're a soccer fan, right? If you want to watch the premier league, you have to have cable and you have to subscribe to Peacock from NBC. If you want to watch La Liga, you have to have cable and you have to subscribe to ESPN plus. If you want to watch the champions league, you have to have cable and you have to subscribe to to Paramount plus. So if you want to watch like the biggest soccer leagues in the world and the Champions League, you have to have cable and subscribe to three different streaming subscriptions. 
That's ridiculous. And then take this example with Major League Baseball. You have to have MLB.tv. The NBA is League Pass. NHL is center ice. Like, I think we're going to get to a point where it's going to be more expensive to cut the cord because, again, this is hundreds of dollars you're paying a year for each of these subscriptions. Now, if you're just a baseball fan, if you're ju- if you just care about one sport, then yeah, you'll survive with that. But right. if you want to watch like all sports, if you're in, if you have an interest in football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, it's going to be so expensive to try to do cord cutting that we're going to look back and say, yeah, it was way easier, way better when we just had everything on cable or direct TV. What do you have to buy the package to see the lights? ESPN Plus. Yeah. Is that true? Did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you not true? think he would immediately have that answer? Because no, I knew he'd have the answer. Tyler I'm Bishop. I know. I, I knew he'd have the answer. I'm surprised at it. Yeah. It's ESPN. They were on ESPN two earlier in the summer. They had a national TV game. So, but it's ESPN. Little Plus. League World Series had not started it yet. Had, no. I've still got Peacock because I haven't figured out how to cancel it. <laughs> Remember, I, I got it for the Olympics, and I'm like, I know I'm not going to be able to cancel this thing, so I'm just going to have it forever. You should watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'll start it, because I have it. It's a good, it's a good I show. It. I would also, if you could do the MLB, like you said, TV, I would I would just go to that, but I'm not giving up the Dodgers on DirecTV, so right. this, I'm just not doing that. Right, That's, as, a, as a Dodger fan, I'm like, just not giving if that you're up. only interested in the Dodgers, you shouldn't buy MLB.TV, no. because you get every single Dodger on game. Night, yeah. On television yeah. here. But, like, I'm an Astros fan, so I'm a- I have MLB.TV. About yeah, but you get it because you're not in the market. Yeah, about 70% of the Astros games are on MLB.TV, right. but they play the Angels and the A's, who are in their division, a lot. You they get direct TV. Right, they play the Giants and the Dodgers. When they play those teams... You already see it. I watch. I have to watch them on TV. Direct TV. So it's, you know, I pay for both. I have to pay for both to watch every right. single Astros games, which... Again, if you only care about the one team or the one sport, it's not a big deal. Right. It's, but it's when you have people like me that I want to watch NBA or NHL or Major League Baseball or NFL or college football. Like that's when all of a sudden it's like, well, good God, I'm paying for 74 subscription services and we, cable. We get League Pass for my son. Yeah, that's the, on the Directv yeah. through Directv. Yeah, but you and it's but we're paying for it. 150. Yeah, whatever it is, I just pay for, for it. But yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, if you care, the more sports you care about, the worse it is because every single Costs. sports league you want to watch, yeah. it, roughly 100 to $200 you're paying to watch Sunday, that league. And it's weird. It's again for instance because I'm at Raider Games, but Sunday on the DirecTV with the NFL package, right. that's that cost. Is that one $300? That's, that's, that that's a lot. That, that's yeah. the one we have to tell the wife, no, we'll write it off on taxes. <laughs> Every time I get anything on 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 anything with sports because I pay a fortune for my kids, all his channels, I say, no, but we can write it on tax. She goes, that's not working out as well as I thought it would. <laughs> that's like back in the day in San Diego when you said we can write out pencils and pens, for like for which we actually tried to do. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but I it's will, a lot of money. I will say that you are kind of undercutting my idea for the Desert Sports Network. Bring but, it on! No, I we just, need a regional sports. I network. want I want to create a regional sports. No, network I'm telling for, you, I'm telling you, they're not going anywhere because oh no, Major League Baseball no. is making two point one no, million. But you're also telling me it's a bad idea. <laughs> well, it's bad for the fan. It's bad. This is all bad for the consumer. Everything about this is bad yeah. for the consumer. You know who it's not bad for? Direct TV. Right. Okay. But, but <laughs> pretty good for go, them. How do you go into a meeting and go, I'd like to produce something that's bad for the consumer? <laughs> right. It's, yes. the, it's called a cigarette. <laughs> like, what do you like? The actual product is not bad, but the no. delivery and the cost is bad. Like, the product is fine, but it's just oh. the, the, the way this has so been built up. If I have morals, I cannot create this. 
No, you can't. The, it's not the, immoral. It's the just monthly bill expensive. when the NFL season or NBA season rolls around is just like you look at it, you're like, yeah. did I just pay that? And I did, but it's like, oh, my God. It's right. ridiculous what but, we pay. But I just – I'm like, we could put the Aces on there. We could put UNLV on there. We could put the Golden Knights on there. We'd have three th- – oh, the lights? We oh, yeah. Would, yeah. Mm. Well, the infrastructure's already built in. <laughs> they would get bumped for a uh, Gorman game. Well, you know, he doesn't go on any kind of research because in the Mountain West stuff that duels yes, out to CBS but, Sports and all that. Well, they have but, some basketball goes to AT&T Sportsnet. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And so... Okay. I don't think they have any football games that are football. on it, but they do have... But, I mean, they do have... It's it's like the fourth tier, like CBS and uh, now uh, Fox, e- or, or no, no, excuse ESPN. me, now ESPN is right. replacing Fox. Those like they get them before, but eventually you can have some basketball games on AT and T Sportsnet. But yeah, I mean regional sports networks are go- they're a good idea because it's hey you live in this area, oh, all you your favorite oh. teams are on this yeah. channel. The problem is is when you care about things out either outside of a single sport or outside of a single oh. city, it becomes expensive people, and, a, and a pain. People used to for if you ever saw the studio show, make a lot of fun of the Mountain Network. I loved it because I watched every yes. game. No, I mean, I was like, was... I didn't care if the announcers were bad. I got to watch teams I like. Phenomenal uh, oh, idea. Yeah. Unbelievable idea. They just, they the Mountain West execute isn't. execute it. It's, no. It's not a good enough conference. It's just great that we saw the games. Well, right. It's just not a big enough brand name enough conference right. that it was going to work. But it's, it's like, in all seriousness, one of the best ideas the Mountain West has ever had. Yes. Like, it's, it's a, great. It's a terrific idea. It's just not enough. All right. Guns and Roses tickets. Here we go. Caller number 12 at 702 Three six four eleven hundred Guns N' Roses is coming to Allegiant Stadium, and this is your chance to win a pair of tickets. 702-364-1100 to go see Guns N' Roses at Allegiant Stadium. We will take caller number 12. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. Well, folks, uh, Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community, for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or Shohei Otani. I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Don't blame a pitcher for walking. You're locked in the press box. One day people will stop apologizing for things by saying, I'm sorry if I offended anyone. (laughs) That is not an apology. That does not count. That is not you showing remorse. That is you saying, hey, I'm sorry I got caught. I'm sorry sorry I got caught. You got your feelings hurt because I said something racist. Um, Congratulations to Matt. Matt won a pair of tickets to go see Guns N' Roses at Allegiant Stadium. Jared, we have another pair to give away on oh, Friday. Oh, yeah, we do. All right, so we will have one more pair to give away. I believe Cofield and company have another pair to give away this week as well. Matt, so. don't make my mistake. When you hear the first song, think you're at the Rolling Stones. You'll be at Guns N' Roses. Because <laughs> at the Raiders, when, when I heard that song, I'm like, is this the Rolling Stones? And Case Kiefer laughed me out of the room and, and said, you have no idea what you're talking about. You also, while telling that story the first time, Switch them to ACDC. Yes. Mid-sentence. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was not good. So how was Kiss? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right. You and your wife, uh, you, got the, you got the tickets to Kiss first. Uh, Ed, you will enjoy this. Uh, Thomas Harding tweeted out, Rockies manager Bud Black said Jermaine Marquez was sick last night. Diarrhea, to be exact. He held the Padres to yes. one yes. hit 
for the first six innings. Oh, that's beautiful. Faded in the seventh. Well. But he also drove in a couple of runs in the win. Loved it. Loved it. I'm upset right now. You you will know that I'm completely obsessed now with what's happening in the wild card because the Cubs are up 1-0 against the Reds in the first inning. I'm not happy with that <laughs> because the Reds need to keep winning and overtake the Padres for the wild card. I, I will laugh at San Diego's reaction when they get overtaken on that wild card. Well, hold on. We, I, I need to go back real quick because we ran right past something. Thomas Harding's tweet about Jermaine Marquez having diarrhea. He also drove in a couple of runs. I, I, okay. I, he did actually drive in no, two did, runs in did. the game. He did two RBIs. But he had two RBIs and, you know, had the runs sure. as well. Does, did I delete it? We used to have John Tortorella saying he bleeped his pants. Yes. Exactly. I can't find it. That was one of his best uh, I'm try, lines. I'm of trying May. to find John Tortorella. Like, meaning. what do you want me to say? He bleeped his pants. Why? Why are the Reds playing right now? <laughs> playing the Cubs, and it's in, it's in Cincinnati too. So is it a doubleheader? Oh, maybe some. Maybe oh, the best game. The, it's not even a doubleheader. No, it's not a doubleheader. They're oh, one out at the end of one. It's the best game. It's the um like summer camp game. Those are the like those are for legit- kids and stuff. Yeah, like those are legitimately the best game because you can always get a beer because everyone else in the stadium is, is twelve. A- yeah, Ed, have I told you the story about Ole Miss's women's basketball coach and the field trip game? Oh my god, I love this. The story. old Miss women's basketball coach in the field trip game. Yeah. Were you on the field trip? No, no, no. So. Ole Miss women's basketball, they did, when I was in college, they started doing where they would play a game, one game every year, non-conference game, that they, and they would play at like 11 a.m. And they would invite like local, Kids. like middle schools or whatever, elementary to, to come. Like, hey, it's a field trip. Go watch Ole Miss basketball for two hours and then go back to school. And when I, w- I think it was my senior you know, year, they did it. And they set the attendance record for an <laughs> Ole Miss women's basketball game. With <laughs> and, all these kids? Yes. And in that's beautiful in the post game press conference, somebody asked him about like, you know, Hey, you broke the attendance <laughs> record, all this. He was so pissed. He was so mad that, at that he was question. asked that. Yes. Because like he would like, he was like almost like offended. Like the only way we can get is people to, get to come the children watch out play is to play at 11 AM uh, and have field trips. He did rescue it and be like, I hope all these kids go home and say they had a great time and convince Bring their mom parents and dad next time. to come out and watch it. So he did rescue it, but he was furious with the question. And, like, it was just funny that they Were they that bad? Uh, they've never been particularly good at women's basketball. Yeah. they they He took over yeah. a program that was, like, a four-win program, and they got up to, like, you know, like close Ten. to 500 when he was there. I think he ended up getting fired because they never really did anything. But, yeah, they've... They've never been very good at women's basketball. It's do a, they still a, do the field trip game? I don't know. I'd have to check. <laughs> I I feel like UNLV should start. The women, the UNLV yes. women's do. They no, do no. Do that. Oh, the do men, they? Yeah, the men probably should too. But yeah, <laughs> the women's team have. But yeah, no, the men played 11 a.m. on a random Wednesday. It'll be great. Sell out. With children.